Listen, the worst part of the game wasn't the national TV embarrassment or that we made Big Ben's day. It's the fact that we rang the bell for this factory of sadness again. We allowed nine sacks, six batted balls, thought a volleyball game was going to break out for Pete's sakes. Single rookie uh, protection on TJ Watt? Come on. Steelers' O plan, or offense plan, should have been our plan. And the friggin' punter kicks the damn ground? Well, get the tissue production ready and get ready for one o'clock cheers and four o'clock tears. I'm out. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Kenny Mack sounding a little depressed, a little bit more depressed in his intro than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like he probably speaking for most of Browns Nation today, but we're going to try to get through this episode with as much pep in our step as possible. We brought Justin back. Yeah, Justin, <laughs> Good to be back. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, before we get into the debacle that was a football game last night, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google uh, if you prefer to just listen to the podcast. Lastly, if you're looking for more content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. We declared our champions in the uh, Fantasy Football Leagues for the Patreon this uh, weekend. Justin won one of the leagues. Good for Justin. Shocking. Uh, and I'm then, shocked. Uh, a Justin Turner won in the other league, beat uh, dog Zach Cop in that championship. Uh, that's why Zach didn't show up tonight. Yeah, huh? he's a little down okay. he, losing the fantasy championship. Uh, big shout out to the Patreon. Thank you guys to everybody who joined and played along with us. Uh, hopefully you guys stick with us through is probably going to be a fun off season i guess uh the big uh the browns have given us a lot of fun off season content to talk about um unfortunately <laughs> not a super bowl uh <laughs> right. but uh so if you guys are interested in more content more direct access to us an extra episode every week um if that's something that interests you we just got our first overseas patreon member big shout out to luke from ireland so that's really cool um literally browns fans across the country and now around the world so if that's something that interests you check out uh join the become an official dog pack member love it so as i mentioned the browns they showed up to a football game last night they didn't play a football game I, well on one side of the ball the defense played pretty well i'll tell you what that if we're going to start off positive it was good to see the defense in a game that honestly didn't mean anything as far as playoff implications or anything like that defense still showed up and played well Yep. Yep. So that's about agree. the only positive thing you can say. Well, yeah. well they played played well except for the run defense. I will say two games for, now. Najee's ran on us for a guy who was averaging what three something a carry all season behind a terrible offensive line. He carved us up again. Imagine, imagine how low his average would be if you take out the two games against the Browns. Yeah. Two games where he ran well. Yeah. Right. But, imagine if he had an offensive line. Yeah. Scary. Oh, so, he's fun to watch though. Yeah, he is. It sucks that we have to. You know, face him for the next probably ten years. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll make a back, maybe, maybe they'll seven. make a terrible franchise decision or something. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, so we made a list of things we wanted to talk about today with the game, and I know we're probably all tired of hearing this, but I think you have to you have to start with the play of the quarterback whenever you only score, you know, less than fifteen points again. In in God, and, it, uh, and again, it was one of those games. I mean, he it was bad. It it's getting worse. Yeah, I would say that I would have settled for bad. 
it, it was it was atrocious. It was so bad, and um, his play was terrible. And I know the injuries. Everybody wants to talk about the injuries. The injuries do not. The shoulder brace doesn't make his eyes not work. Well, even one of the announcers said that at one point last night. I think it was on. Well, it was, it was greasy. Yeah, he said uh, the harness doesn't make him make that bad decision right there. Correct. It was a bad decision to throw that that one that the first pick. Yeah, you mean the one where Njoku's wide open and he's looking through him? Yep. That's it, exactly the one I'm talking about. And he about. throws a pick. I just don't get it. And I just don't understand like the defending him at this point. I don't know what there is to defend. It's so bad. It's it's awful. He we we got sacked nine times. Mm-hmm. I would put probably at least half of those on his just complete lack of pocket awareness. The dude literally did a spin move in a clean pocket. I don't know if you guys remember this. I did. But there I was no yep. pressure. He's sitting in a clean yep. pocket, and he did a spin move to get away from what? <laughs> from what? Oh, man. Uh, the the mean words of TJ Watt, maybe? I don't know. He was, yeah, he spun out of there quick, and it was like, where, where are you going, dude? And people talk about the injury, but yet at the end of the game, instead of running out of bounds, he throws his supposedly bum shoulder into a defender. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then that goes to is it's either it must not hurt that bad or two, then that's just another dumb decision, which what's another problem with Baker. It's his terrible decision-making. It, yeah, it's that, just that, that shoulder uh, throw wasn't, I didn't understand that. Cause he was, he was going out of bounds anyhow. Yeah. And he, what do he get an extra half a yard? It, and it's doing? just, I, it's ignorant. I want to say like, Oh, maybe he was trying to like fire the, like, so as I watch it live, I turned and looked at my wife and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> he's done. Like he I, literally, when he did it, I was like, I thought for sure he's going to be injured. Cause I'm like, if it's or more injured or whatever you want to call it, like the guy's banged up, whatever, it's fine. Um, but just that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It really doesn't. Maybe if you're trying to fire up your team, cool. But man, like, you know, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that. You know, what would fire up your team. Not throwing 10 straight incompletions. <laughs> That'd fire me up if I was on yeah. the team. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't I, it? Yeah, I know. I, it's been a tough year. It's been atrocious. It really has. And if it had anything to do, I know week two was a long, long, long time ago. And if we look back now, probably, who knows, maybe we shut him down. I don't know. I Honestly, for him, he was in a bad position either way. You're playing for money or you're playing for maybe your future in Cleveland here. So yeah, but he would have gotten the benefit of the doubt. Had he, had he not gone through with an you know, injury riddled season, but now yeah. there, now everything is in question. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if he'd have just shut it down and gotten healthy, then it's like, Oh, well you got hurt. What, what Dude, can we do? If he, if he shuts down week two, we like, all still say, think he's the guy. bro. Right, I'm yeah, literally exactly. sitting here right now going, wait till uh, we get Baker back. Yeah, And we probably, I'm not going to lie. We probably signed him to a contract. You know, I don't know like, if we would have signed him, but we would have been way more optimism. Oh, going into absolutely. His I completely agree. So I don't know. It's just such a, like from the highs of last year to where we are right now, it's, it's the, so, the regression is whatever has caused it. And I think it's multiple things at this point. Yeah. Well, it's, something I was talking to somebody about the other day, uh, they've brought up again, the, uh, the injury, and I said, well, remember the injury happened after, as he was making a tackle post an interception that he threw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the, the inaccuracy. Now I understand that if we remember right, Schwartz broke off his route and all that, but yeah. there, there's things like even the holding in last week's game that, you know, Baker got that first interception down the field. It was like, well, you 
why you saw the holding or you should have seen it ahead of time. Why did you still continue to throw the ball down the field in triple coverage? Yeah, well, and it's just, I said this in the Patreon group and for, if you guys join the Patreon and you like, just like constantly arguing about the same stuff over and over again, you're going to love this group. That's a group for you, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a lot I of fun. Love. It gets a little love. heated and testy, but I still, I mean, I kind of live for it. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, Browns fans can be passionate. Yes. Um, oh, I said this in the Patreon group today. I said, if accuracy was the only problem Baker was having, then yes, I would say it's the shoulder. But that's, in my opinion, his accuracy is like the bottom of my concerns. I think it's between the ears, man. It's decision-making. It's vision. It's pocket awareness. Those things are problems up here yeah. that have oh, yeah. nothing to do with the shoulder. Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't trust himself. No, like I, I don't. Say, I don't. I don't think he has trust. Or, and I think it's crazy. I don't think he really trusts his pocket. What his presence in the pocket? I don't think he like I've, whether it's collapsing and it's really not. No, or I, like I just don't know if he trusts himself. So we have a good stat about that. Okay, this is a good time to bring up this stat. Okay, okay. Both <laughs> Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow have nine percent sack mm. rates, which is very bad this season. Okay. QBs play a large role in their sack rate, but there's also a pretty big difference here protection-wise. The Browns rank fourth in pass block win rate. The Bengals rank 30th. So Joe Burrow is playing behind the 30th ranked line as far as pass protection is concerned and is balling out. And Baker is playing behind the fourth best line and making them look bad. Yeah, so they're essentially on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. Yes. For offensive line. And I told you guys I had something interesting about like Joe Burrow. You remember mm -hmm. last or the when they drafted Chase, we all made fun of the Bengals hard. We Why did. didn't you take Sewell? Yeah. Why are you not building the line? And then I was as I watched that Bengals game, I thought to myself, you know why they didn't take a lineman? They didn't need it. They did their quarterback is good enough to make up for a slightly deficient offensive line. Yeah, just get him another big-time weapon down the field, and he'll make it happen. Yeah, he doesn't need the top-rated offensive line to be a top-five quarterback. And then I thought to myself, are the Browns – could the Browns do – no, we have to spend all of our money on guards <laughs> because we saw what happens when Baker plays behind a suspect line. He threw 20-some interceptions. So – you have to, at some point, you are not going to be all world at every position. The quarterback has to make up for some deficiency somewhere. What does Baker make up for? Tell, tell me one thing on our team he makes up for where, oh, we're lacking here, but it's okay because we got Baker. Tell me one thing. There isn't one. No, I think everybody else is making up for what he's lacking in. And yeah. it's, it's killing us in play calling. The coach is trying to call plays handcuffed. So not in defense, but I'm just saying for like, let's say the guards and stuff like that. We signed those guys because we wanted to have an identity. We wanted to be able to just bully the hell out of you in the front. Yep. So I, I don't think you can necessarily go, ah, you know, hey, we got to sign all these guys because Baker needs the protection. I, I think that it was more of. No, I, I don't know no, if that's no, what no, you're, no, and, you know and, what I'm saying. Do you yeah. see what, where and I'm what going I'm, with that? I guess I didn't. I wasn't clear yeah. too. What yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, a big knock on this team is that our receivers aren't good enough, people say. Even though before the season, we all thought they were great. But I digress. But the Browns don't have the luxury to go out and get a big-time receiver because they had to pay a lineman. Uh, they, I, honestly, there's not a lot of, like, for all the people that say, hey, we should go get Russell Wilson I or uh, Rodgers or something like that, I, those ideas are crazy. Like, they're exciting, and I think they're cool. But I don't even know if 
we could pay a guy like that. We've discussed this before, but like you pay a guy that much money, but you don't need the surrounding talent then. Correct. You if, can, you can people, cut, cut some, some dollars here and there. Let me, right. if you took Joe Burrow off his team this year and put him on the Browns, how many wins do we have? Oh, we're in the playoffs. I agree with that. That's probably, probably fair. The AFC North probably winning that. A hundred percent. I think we have a better roster. Well, the Bengals on paper, we have a better roster than Cincinnati. Yes. On, on they paper, have, they have maybe they, they have, have a better receiving core. They have two great receivers. Absolutely, they might have they might have a third. That Tyler is, Boyd's no Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd's pretty. So good So they got too. two great receivers and a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. That's and fair. then they have a great quarterback. Yeah, but I think we can all agree our lines better. Yeah, our running backs are way better. Yeah, our tight Uz, Uzma or Uzoma mm-hmm. is pretty decent. But you, he he's not all world. Burrow no. makes him look. I was gonna say Burrow makes him. He gets production. He gets yeah. a lot of production from from. Burrow. So it's just crazy. I don't understand. I, I just don't understand how how anybody defends it anymore. At this point, he's sub five. And I, I pose this question: People defend him a lot because they're like, "You're not showing any respect for the guy who turned the franchise around." We're not turned around. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not, not turned I'm around. Not, I'm we're more. Back. I'm more unsure now. Then I've probably been last five years. Yeah. I mean, I know we're hitting on picks that we're like, oh, we took Miles Garrett, but we didn't know what we were getting this next year. At this point, I'm I don't know if we're rebuilding. I don't know if we're Let me let me pose this question to you, YouTube and whoever's listening on any other platform. <laughs> Are the Browns actually turned around? Because this will be three times in four years we finish under five hundred. And with one playoff appearance and one playoff, are we really turned around? Well, and before Baker, where were the Browns normally finishing in the AFC North? Last. Where last. are we at right now? Last. Where are we probably going to be after Sunday? I, I understand. Even last year, we finished third. Yeah. Even we no. <laughs> yeah you're no. right. And you're I, right. I, no, and I understand like the argument like, oh, you know, like we just don't want to go back to that. I Here's my problem like with the whole Baker situation is, we lost Odell last year, and he, whether you think he got better or not better, he played well the second half. So for me, it's just so shocking that you can go from, now don't get me wrong, wasn't a super hard schedule, but we played everybody tough for the most part, even Kansas City, who I, I thought they had a great team last year. We played them tough. So I mm-hmm. just don't understand. Well, it's just, a lot of things. Justin, that's, you know. that goes, that takes me right back to what you were saying about between the years. There, oh, there's, sure. there's definitely because some things going on. Like last night against the Steelers, we, we talked about that. We saw the screenshot. Baker took a sack. It was a third it, down play, third and, well, I don't know if it was four or five. DPJ's past the sticks, curl route, standing mm-hmm. there, wide open, nobody on him. Hands up, just throw, throw me the ball. Yep. Baker's looking right at him. I think he clutched, he double clutched. clutch, looks down the field, takes a sack. He looked at all three open receivers, pumped to each one, and didn't throw to any of so them. So that that right there tells me 100%, you can't change my mind. He has no confidence in his himself. I think his confidence right now is absolutely yep. shattered. What, what, and he, so he's created the monster that he kind of wanted to be. You know, like he, he came out of college. He was that guy. He's always been that personality, and that's why we love him when he's playing well, but when you're that guy and you know, you just throw an interception and then your commercial comes on right after it, it's hard. It's very hard, especially like, I feel like Cleveland's a very gritty, like hardworking town. Like we're not kind of, we're not Hollywood at all. Like, I don't know. I something. Myself, I'm, I'm Hollywood. <laughs> you are not Hollywood, bro. <laughs> I've known you a long time. Yeah. You're like Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> 
Uh, so this kind of transition then away from his play because it was bad. We don't need to beat a dead horse. If you watched the game, you knew it was bad. Um, to kind of his comments after the game, and then so now he's not playing next week. Now they they already wrote him out. He's going to get the surgery. Um, comments after the game, he said stuff like, "If we don't." Uh, you know, kind of throwing shade at the play calling so about mm-hmm. not protecting the Hudson. right tackle yeah. Hudson going against TJ Watt. One, I, I agree with him to a point. Yeah. At the same time, bro, quit holding the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you cost a lot of the, I would have much rather you came after out after the game and been like, I played super bad. I, again, I'm costing this team. I got just like the sack on the DPJ that, that play yeah. he was wide open. All you gotta do, all you gotta do is, what a quarterback does, throw the ball. Yeah, or slide up. Slide up. Yep, take a One, step up. How many times last night were there sacks? And, it, like, the, the pocket starts to, like, form around him. And instead of just stepping up, he, like, tried to run. I mean, he just runs into the, the sack. Yeah, or he or he dances backwards further, further, further. And you know, well, if he throws this, it's just going into the ground somewhere. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, the line struggled, especially late, like, middle fourth quarter yeah. when they were just teeing off. But by that, it was already done at that point. Yeah. You'd already thrown 10 straight incompletions by that point. <laughs> like, so I, I don't like those comments. And then he, he says the comment about, um, I got to check with my family and my agent I to see that. if I want to play. There's that I'm not a lot. Some people are saying he's back because we picked up his option. I would almost be more shocked if he's back next year than vice versa. There is disconnect behind closed doors the front office and this coach and him are not on the same page. There's just, you're going to say that to the media. I'm going to go talk to my family and my agent. You're not going to say, I'm going to talk to the team doctors and coach. I saw that. I saw that quote and I immediately thought that's not good. No, because that is a, first of all, whether or not you play on Sunday is a coaching decision. That's not your family's decision. I, it's not I, it's not even, I don't decision. even think it's a coaching decision. I think it comes straight up to like medical staff. Like yeah, at this to, point, they well, have to clear you. To but what, even, I, what I'm saying though, like, yeah. the, the, like if, the, you're, if the you're higher than the team, that, kinda, yeah, exactly. yeah, I, like I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says Ronnie Harrison's starting today. Guess what? Ronnie, Ronnie Harrison's start, starting today. Or if you're uh, Arians and you say, hey, get back in the game. And then no, I'm out taking my shirt off and I'm peacing out. crazy. I've never seen anything seen. like that in my life. Oh, my gosh. And it's just so fitting that it would be <laughs> Antonio Brown. Yeah. yeah, well, then you see, I mean, Aaron just straight up after the game, he's no longer a buck. No, I was talking to him, too. They haven't released him. He's just sitting on their roster. And like he said, he's like, <laughs> I don't think maybe they, like, people don't want to have Antonio Brown floating around right before the playoffs start. Uh, I completely understand that. I don't think anybody would sign him, but if you're the, the Bucks, you, Why you're not going to take that chance. Yes. Yeah. Why would you? Oh, LA just picked him up. Oh, that's great. Oh, so now they got Beckham and they got Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. But um, but. so there's a couple things. Like, do I? I don't like the the challenging of the coaching. I don't. I don't like that. Like for me, that's all it like closed door stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. None of that should be out in the media. I feel like you should be a very like. You guys say I'm like a politician answer, like answer you and stuff like, like that. Kevin you Stephen should be a politician up there at the podium. Just yes, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we can do better. Okay, yeah, I did play terrible. To I didn't get to coach. watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and I, I know not all quarterbacks are like that. Aaron Rodgers is kind of you know or a little rough around the edges with stuff like that. But yeah, like, but he's earned it because he's. Oh, like, I completely agree with you. I, one you of know, the best, and he still takes a lot of shade. Yep, because I've definitely. 
No, I think Aaron Rodgers. Very badly about Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of a monster douche. Yes. But you know, he can play football. Yes, he can. (laughs) can, And and like when it's like that, it you can kind of be a douche. Yep. Yep. So I don't know, like that there, but there was some maybe questionable play calling, maybe some questionable decisions. I for me, like flag after flag after flag. I just go, hey. Like, what are we doing? I know, like, practice is practice, but, like, if you're not even taking practice reps serious, or I don't, you can say, all oh, the crowd was loud, but, like, for me, I'm, so, that's so frustrating. Last, that comes down to discipline. Last night, how many series in a row, at least in the first half, was two-yard run, Five second, yard. second yeah. and seven, second and eight, incomplete pass, third and eight, incomplete holding. pass, punt. Or, or holding. holding, yeah, and then all of a yeah. sudden it's third and 18, and every single series... I feel like it was third and long, third and long, third and long. It's like, well, here we go. Third and out. Third I get out. I get the frustration. And and here's the thing that sucks is I'm not saying Baker does like stuff that on purpose, but like the fans are asking those questions. So I feel like it almost kind of like just everybody's already riled up. Everybody's already worked up. Don't 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 ignite that fire more. Well, when he says something like I need to talk to my family and my agent about what's best for my future, that to me sounds like I need to make sure I'm healthy to play somewhere next year. I saw enough Twitter posts from people, you know, like in the media today talking about ideal landing spots in 2022 mm-hmm. for Baker Mayfield already. I'm like, yeah, we but there's so an that article goes right out. to that yeah. comment. Yeah. And people, and people and, can say that's just, you know, um, clickbait. Yes. Yeah. But at some point when there's a ton of smoke, there's usually a little bit of fire. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? These people, like they they have sources, and we've been talking about the the disconnect, the rifts, the little comments here and there for like two months. Yeah, for a while, and it's it just hasn't gone away. It's only like you said, it's gotten worse. You see, and, and again, I think I said that I think this I think I said this last week. I think one thing that Baker could always count on was like the team always rallied around him. He always had the support of the locker room. Yep, and um. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think they showed the sidelines after his pick yesterday, the defense, and it was kind of like the, well, well, here we go again. Here we go again. We're going to hold these guys to 10 points, and we're going to score nothing again. And you could just see it. And, again, it goes back to the Odell thing. Nobody, almost nobody came out in defense of Baker. There are way more people coming out defending not necessarily defending Odell, but saying they wanted him back, saying how great of a teammate he was, all kinds of stuff. And they're still like rooting for him publicly on YouTube or not on YouTube, on Twitter. Twitter. That's got to be rubbing Baker the wrong way. Oh, I would, I would imagine. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I just, th- I think he's lost the locker room. Well, at it, least a healthy chunk of it. It, it You, you got to think it's, it's happening on some level because watching that game, I mean, the only the only team worse than the Steelers right now is the Browns. I mean, the Steelers are awful in the AFC They're, North. <laughs> I just in, 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 yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm in Monday Night Football last night, absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm just, but but <laughs> you're any, absolutely any right. Decent team is going to beat the Steelers last night. Yes, you, they struggled to put. Actually, they only got ten points because, or they got thirteen because we gave them that great field position to go down and kick field that goal. other field goal. Yep. Any good team already puts up 14 on them, and it's 14-10 at halftime, and then second half, they kind of run away with it. They, the Steelers are bad. They are a bad, bad football team. Ben Roethlisberger threw the ball 46 times for 123, 123 yards. 123. 2.7 a, a throw. Yeah. 
And well, my fantasy last night, I had and, and we couldn't beat him. And he had 11 receptions or something, or maybe it was like eight for 30. And I was like, Oh, oh, I love, I love the eight, eight for 31 and on a, 15 targets. Yeah. There's a touchdown there. But I mean, so 31 yards. I mean, you want to talk about a quarterback struggling. I mean, big Ben, I mean, it, it is time. Oh, your day has come. You need to hang and it up. You know what? And as is. for as much as I've hated the guy. Had a good career. Oh, great. I, I'm glad that he's moving on, but it'll be very Pittsburgh-ish if they just have another guy just walk I right said, on in. I said, I think I texted last night and said I was so jealous that the Steelers had, like I was watching the end of the game and he was going around this, and I was just so jealous that they had somebody to celebrate like that who had gave him 18 years of above average great play for almost all of it. Oh, yeah. Never mm-hmm. below a 500. Never below yep. 500 yep. ever. We have people about to cut my head off because I don't like our quarterback who can't quit finishing below 500. They had a quarterback in 18 seasons, never finished below 500 win two Super Bowls, always be a threat in the AFC North, always be a threat in the AFC in general. Yep. Yep. I need that in my life. That's why I'm not willing to settle for what we have now because it's not going to get it done. It's just not. That's a heartwarming speech, man. You kind of get <laughs> me saw, in the field. I saw a thing earlier that said, like, <laughs> a thing defending Baker, and it was like, at least six wins every season. That's a nice way of saying losing 10 times every year. <laughs> played yeah. played the Chiefs to the brink twice. That's a nice way of saying you're 0-2 against the Chiefs. Here's my yeah. thing. And, I, and I'd like to say this about just the Browns in general, just our whole vibes. And I would like to see if you guys agree with me on this. When I watch the Browns, whether they're in the game, like they're in the game at the end and it's close, I already know we are not going to win the game because we don't know what to do in those situations. I've seen it time and time again. We look like a team that just doesn't know what to do in that situation. Like we, And I'm not saying it's coaching. I'm not saying it. Maybe it's just a bunch of guys who just aren't used to that kind of pressure or what but every time that the browns are in a big time game like that we somehow manage to do something whether it's a fumble a penalty a holding an interception interception not sack, getting the first down fourth down turnover you know like turnover on downs it's just well i mean you know i agree with you 100 man Chargers, i've seen one game one game one game in, in the last i mean seriously like 10 years where i was like excited about some Cleveland football stuff. Yeah. Think about this real quick. So the Chargers and the Raiders, two games where all we had to do was get a first down at the end of the game. We get one first down, then that's it. We can run out the clock in both of those games. Yeah. We lost both of those games. But if we win both of those games... We're in the playoffs. We're probably in the playoffs. We're probably we'd winning be nine the and seven right now. Yeah, we'd be nine head, and seven. Heading to, the, head to this week. Wild card, for sure. I saw a thing, a crazy thing that if... Jacksonville beats the Colts if the Chargers and the Raiders tie. Don't, don't tie. No, if they do tie, tie though, yeah. both those teams make it. So they're just going to need off. Jacksonville, <laughs> so if Jacksonville beats the Colts, the oh, the Raiders and the Chargers should legitimately just Talk try to, to tie. Yep. And they will both wow. make the playoffs. How that, crazy is that? That is crazy. And And talking about those were the two teams that all we needed was a first down to beat. They're the two teams in the wild card spot right now, nine and seven. Well, it should be, could be us. Yep. And you know what sucks, man? And I'll just lay it straight out. Every time we had a big game this year, except for the Cincinnati game, we dropped the ball. We we just completely just 
Yep. And I don't know if it was because all year I felt like, and I, I felt like we just looked flat all year. At least one position group every game. I was just like, oh, hey, we didn't show up. Yep. Hey, we didn't take this serious this week. Uh, well, I don't let's, know. let's transition off Baker because we got a whole probably a whole off season to talk about that, and I could I have a lot more to say, but we're just talking about this game. So um, let's go into. Let us know what you guys think about his play. His comments after the game is going to be here next year. Um, what do you think about him not playing next week? Consulting his agent over the team. Let us know what you guys think. So the other thing a lot of people are screaming about in the Twitter verse was the play calling last night, screaming, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, all that good stuff. So I wanted to get your guys's take. I have my take on the play calling. I was kind of telling Justin a little bit about it on the way up. What do you think? Um, I, now I'm, I'm not putting blame on Stefanski, but what I am going to say is, you know, that your quarterback at this point in the season blows just absolutely sucks. And he's hurt. Whatever you hurt sucks on you, no confidence, whatever, get the ball out of his hand until you have to. Now I understand a lot of those, like I said earlier, we were run the ball first down. We get two, three yards. It's kind of tough to run it a second time and think, well, if we only get one, now we're third and six, Ugh, you know, I, I get that, but I feel like they didn't, they could have tried a little more in the first half to really establish that run game. Mm-hmm. But I do think that not having Kareem hunt in the lineup is has been hurting. Oh, he's, a, he's a difference maker. He's a playmaker. Cause that I, hurts. I think it, I think that really gives Nick Chubb that boost that he needs. Yep. Cause you know, if, if they're, if we've seen it plenty of games this year, when defenses are stuffing the run against Chubb, you bring Kareem Hunt. He's got a different style, violent, yeah, violent murderous, yes. And all of a sudden that breaks things open. Then he's starting to get yards. Then you bring Chubb back in. Then all of a sudden things open up for that. him. Yep. We don't have that one-two punch anymore. I agree. And that That's sucks. Fair. But I, the way Baker was playing last <clears throat> night, I was saying, you know what? I don't care if you're just chipping off two yards of carry. Uh, Run bro, it for a second. I'll just beat him up. Josh, I completely agree with you, buddy. I completely agree with you. Last night, do you know what I... My favorite player in the world ever, Nick Chubb, just stand on the sidelines. And I told him today, I'm like, I'm so thankful that they said, hey, the guy got hurt in the first quarter, rib injury, and we were just kind of being careful with him. We didn't want to overdo it. And I'm like, sweet. Because in the second quarter, I was shocked. Like, I'm just like, I didn't understand it. So they came out and said he had a rib injury? uh, Yeah, Yeah. let me look it up real quick. Now, now people were saying they're lying because then he came out and played in the second half a little bit. Nick Chubb. Stefanski said he got his ribs hurt. I think I know what play it was. It was the play where we tried it. Everybody's saying scream, run the ball. And we ran it and all it 11 murders from the Steelers yeah. tackled him. Um, and then they took him out and they said he needed a rest. So I'm guessing he, he kind of sat the rest of the half. They mm-hmm. got a little treatment at halftime, decided to give it a go. And then it was just like, Hey, this hurts. Yeah. And why am I doing right. this? So did they come out nothing? after the game or was it during that the was, game? I got that today. But okay. I, so all I right. have this app. It's just literally like, for fantasy and all it is is it just spews just injuries and active rosters and but it's good COVID. information love yeah. it i love it oh yeah yeah i feel like it's a game changer but <laughs> i don't know i i agree with you there so that kind of bothered me the like my thing sec i feel like we don't ever make adjustments either like we just we stick to the same plan the whole game i um watching hudson just get yeah. pushed around sucked but i mean what at that point what are you, what are you gonna to do? do right you, what do you switch? You put Wills on the other side, and then it's just 
the same as, you know, it's the same on the other side. I mean, there, we, you could try to chip him with a tight end and yeah. stuff like that. But at the end of the day, too, we were calling a ton of fast. We were calling a ton of plays to get the ball out of Baker's hand quick. He just yeah. went through. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. That's, I, I do put a lot of the sacks, a lot of the pressure and stuff on Baker. Yeah. I mean, they're showing the pocket clock and it was bad. Like it was three plus seconds. Like, dude, we have the, the time. Like, you, Ed, you don't have that time. You don't. It's NFL. You just don't we have it. guys open. That's the thing that sucks is like when you watch the replays and it's not like a guy was open on the other side of the field and he had his back turned and just didn't see him. Yeah. I get that. He's looking right at a guy <laughs> well, and well, that's, didn't throw it. Well, that's where you kind of have to go like, what has happened? Like, is, yeah. is he not seeing over the line? Like, I, I don't think it's that he can't see over the line, but because there's... I think there's a little bit of You think that. that's a little... But then you got Kyler Murray, who's, what, 5'3"? And, no, Some I'm people... Just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't get me wrong, though. They put on his draft stuff that he was 5'10 in, like, one quarter. No, he's not. No, he's, he's not. Like he had some nine. tissues in his shoe. No. Here's the thing. Some people, though, figure out those throwing lanes. No, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so, so my thing on the play calling... I, I was a little bit befuddled. Like, where's Nick Chubb? Not mm-hmm. necessarily, even if I'm not going to scream, like we should be pounding the rock with him. Like at least every, have him out there. At, at least, least there's I'll, the danger of having yeah, him out there. I was like, where is he? <laughs> I, I thought he either on that play, I thought Stefanski saw him get killed. Yeah. And was just like, no, nah. we don't have any. Yeah. Hey, he'll <laughs> be back out. next year. <laughs> yeah. We need him next year. <laughs> yep. Two, uh, he got or he got hurt and we just didn't know about it. Correct. You know what I mean? Or three, the plan was we're going to come in, get Nick Chubb some carries early and then just get him out. So I thought one of those three things happened, but I was like, why is this guy not on the field? Mm-hmm. But then I was talking to Justin on the way up. What's the easiest down in football to throw on? It's first. Oh yeah. Cause you, cause yeah. It, yeah. yeah. What's the hardest third. Correct. Yeah. Baker's completion percentage on third down is below 50%. Mm. We would be screaming if we run the ball first down, run the ball second down, and we throw the ball on third and eight, third and seven every time. We would be screaming, you throw the ball on first down, you got to get some easy throws. Yeah. So he's coming out. We said this almost all preseason. We thought this year teams were going to stack the box and force us to throw and that we were going to have to use the throw, the pass early in games to open up the run. Oh, we, they're doing that, bro. We, yes, we said that. Oh, they're putting not, it in the box. We sat at this very table and said that all offseason. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that we're coming out and trying to establish some kind of passing game because teams are forcing us to do that. Just, just use that last drive in the Packers game that we talked about last week as a perfect example. People saying, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Stefanski drew up three perfect pass plays to get yards to get down the field to try to get in a field goal range or in position to score to win that game and baker blew all three of them yes so what are you supposed to do i'm i'm in your corner blake i i, I <laughs> that's get my, what you're saying so that's about my this. do i understand like you we should get chubbed the ball more another thing people were like it was like halfway through or into the second quarter chubbs averaging six yards a carry He's got 30 yards on one run and five on the rest of his carries. It's not like we're gashing him. Right. You know what I mean? He got he broke one. On the other ones, he got stomped. Almost got killed. So mm-hmm. you, you have to come out. Stefanski's calling some easy pass plays to get Baker into a rhythm to soften up the defense so then we can get into second and short and then the full playbook's open. Then we can go play action. We can go bootleg. We can hand it off. But when he calls simple pass plays on first down and you can't complete basic NFL plays, now you're in, so you're going to run it on second and 10 when we've been running the ball for one yard a clip? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and at one point people were screaming about running the ball. Baker, it was like, like fourth quarter. We'd only thrown the ball 20 times or 23 times. This is 2022. Mm-hmm. Teams throw for that in a quarter. Ben had what? 30 plus pass attempts in the first half. Yeah. Yep. Then they're like, well, we threw, ended up throwing the ball 38 times. You were down two scores in the fourth. Had to. You had to. Most of his throws were probably on like the last three drives. Most of his yards were on the last three drives. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the the play calling, could could things be like a little different? Yes, but again, I think, I've said it a million times, I think Stefanski is 100% handicapped in his play calling. And I, I will say that at more defensive Stefanski, um, his play calling was handicapped definitely in the first quarter, not just by Baker, but, they, but by the play of the Austin game. Hooper. Oh. Uh, I defended him defended, saying yeah. that I think he would be better if we had better QB play. Last night was a rough show. Yeah, sorry, Hoop. Uh, can't really hit you in the hands or the chest <laughs> any better than that. And then, then the penalties. It was like, what is this guy doing? I just, it was so frustrating because you, we've watched so often Baker miss throws. And then, he and then he's, he's hitting a guy and the guy's dropping the pass. It's yeah. like, come on, man. I, well, and that's the thing. Like I was telling him, it's super easy when things are going bad just for it to just keep compounding. It's yeah. very easy to sit there and you're watching you just, and you're watching Baker, you know, a third pass play in a row that goes incomplete or something wrong. It's very easy to sit there and scream at your TV and be like, "I wish we'd give our best player Nick Chubb the ball," but we can't do that, guys. We can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, uh, you know, it was hard. It was really hard. Last night was probably one of the more frustrating games. I, I, this whole season's been that. I think I texted you guys last night. Felt like one of the games from the 0 16 season. Like, if you would take a game from that and put it on the 2022 uh, game tape and then put this game in 016, I was just watching all the games, I would not be able to tell that this was from a season we were predict- predicted to go to the Super Bowl. No. You know what I mean? Like, No, I mean, Cody tough. Kessler was good at not completing passes, too. <laughs> Somebody t- Damn, <laughs> let me, or was that Deshaun Kaiser? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach Kaiser. Uh, it's probably one of the four quarterbacks that we played during yeah. that season. Those guys like to throw them picks too. Uh, I got a text last night. Hang on. I'm looking for it real quick about, um, so John likes to John Patreon member, friend of friend of the show. He always says when people talk about Baker going 11, five last year, he always tells me, I think a lot of quarterbacks we've had in our past could have gone 11-5 last year. So he sent me the list yesterday. Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, Brian Hoyer, Colt McCoy, Josh McCown. Those he said are the he ones. thinks those guys all could have went 11-5 and five last year. He said the ones that definitely couldn't have, Whedon, Kaiser, and pretty much everybody else. And then he said <laughs> Johnny Manziel goes 12-4 and four and wins us the Super Bowl. <laughs> well done. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if McCown – when we got McCown, he was – Dude, but he's he, he was he threw still, for a lot. Yeah, McCown played well for us. Yeah, he also played who, what ten who, years uh, after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who so, else but, you got on there? So yeah, yeah, Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, Brian Hoyer, Colt McCoy, Josh McCown. I don't think he's that far off. When it, Ho- honestly, I would say maybe not Hoyer last year, but you say Hoyer when he played for the Browns on last year's team. Correct. I, I agree. Okay. When he was younger is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. When the, he was saying, when these guys played for the Browns, if you took that them and their talent and their age and just superimposed them and put them on this Browns last year's Browns team, they would have won eleven to five. I I don't think he's that far off. So to it's give, interesting to it, give Baker all that credit. I just I'm not buying it. But I digress again. 
Um, maybe that'll be something we can talk that's about. A bigger, on that's after a bigger hours. argument. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we do that yeah. on the after. So hours. if you guys like that kind of stuff, check out jointhedogs.com. We get into a lot of that, and we say the f word sometimes. Yeah, and by sometimes <laughs> I mean a lot of the times. Uh, so okay, we got a couple more things we want to talk about, but before we get into it, I want to remind you guys to check out Symbol. They got a new URL: dogs.symbol.app. Play the stock market for sports with the promo code dogs D A W G S. You get ten free dollars for your account. Plus, your deposit is 100% refundable up to $500 for your first 90 days. You're going to jump in, create your account, deposit your money, get your 10 free bucks. Any amount of money you put in is 100% risk-free. You're going to buy stock in the teams, any sport really, NFL, NBA, uh, college. Uh, there might even, there's baseball on there. Um, as you're going to buy low, sell high. As their stock price goes up, you're going to make money. You're also going to get an instant cash payout for every share you have of a team every time they get a win. So there's a couple of ways to win some money. If you're playing, you don't like it, you lose all your money, it's just not for you, you just reach out to Symbol. They're going to send you all your money back. It's, a, it's legitimately 100% risk-free. Now is definitely the time to try it with promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, that new, that new URL. Once again, dogs.symbol.app. Jump in and play the stock market for sports. And Browns fans, we, uh, we all know very well by now that low-scoring offenses just don't get the job done in the NFL. Uh, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, You'll be a winner when just a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It is that simple. And if Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everybody like me can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Super fun. Tons of different contests every week. You can play the afternoon slate, the evening, all day. You can play single games, single matchups. It's pretty much anything you want to do, you can do in DraftKings. They're giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you guys check that out. DraftKings is fun. I'm going to tell you what. Like, I don't know if you guys do the Daily Fantasy I have before stuff, but mm-hmm. man, I, I love setting my, my lineups every week. <laughs> and the, 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 well, when you don't win any championships, that was, that was better like, than the promo. Yeah, you if you, don't you were super for you guys watching, that up on the camera. Uh, dog, just tell them how you feel. <laughs> Justin's a two league champion. Yeah. You're truly you. won the dynasty league this year. Yes. Josh is a no league champion. Yeah. But Blake <laughs> took the dynasty championship from me. A double champ. There you oh, go. Well so. played. He's like a Steelers fan. Yeah. Always in the past. <laughs> Six rings. Six rings. Two championships. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, dog. Hey. Before this uh, year, uh, I hadn't won a championship in a I, while. A I long won, time. What? I won the championship in our league before it became Dynasty, right? I was the last winner before it was a Dynasty league. Mm, no, I think you were two years before that. Okay. So I won this league four, five, six years ago, and then I won it again now. This is, so this is like really off topic. I, I did a league with Blake and like all these people we work with at this chip company named Shears. This is how long ago my last league was. We did two years back to back and I won both those leagues. And they were like my first couple leagues. And I was like, oh wow, that's cool. 
I've made it to the flea flicker championship the last four years in a row. And keep losing. And I lose every time. <laughs> like almost to the point where I'm like, maybe I should retire. You just can't finish. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks, dog. Ha. <laughs> you got you yeah. got two kids. You must yeah. be all right. See, we like I'm to talk. Fine. We don't just talk crap about the Browns. We talk We're talking about, about my, each other. my uh my sperm count and stuff, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Keep it going, guys. Let's go. So before we get out of here, though, a couple more things we want to touch on, and I, we'll kind of wrap into one. The defense did play well again. They kept us in the game again. Um, I know they end up scoring 26, but they got that late cheap touchdown. It really it was 19. Yeah. Um, and it was – 10 for a lot of the game and 13 when we gave him short. I mean, the defense did all they could. Ben Roethlisberger, 46 attempts and only had 123 yards. His net passing, if you take out uh, sacks, he threw for 109 yards. I mean, defense has got to be frustrated <laughs> looking like, hey, guys, can you, I don't know, score? No, that's what I'm, I'm telling you. After we threw that pick, they showed the side and the defense was just like, my God. Of course. Yep. Uh, so this is an, the defense now. You have, I think there's no question you have to bring Joe Woods back. There's, there's, I say, as long as you, as long as you bring back the majority of this defensive unit, mm-hmm. and, and then you know, you're, you're very strategic with the other guys that you bring in to fill the spots, and the roster spots, and all Which, that. Andrew Barry is going to absolutely take care of business there. I, I think would so. like to believe. I, so for me, like you said, it's not even a question. If they let him go like next week, that's super criminal against him. Because no. I think he's done at getting these were nine starters that were new out of the eleven. Well, to it, get this group to gel together the way and they've played phenomenal. And it, to me, it's half. not even necessarily the gelling. It's it was in the beginning of the season. We just we're wanted to right. see him make yeah. some decisions yeah. and put people in the right position. Correct. And I feel like as the season has gone on, he started playing John Johnson in his more natural mm-hmm. position, a JOK getting more snaps. Um so you just saw him make some adjustments. That's all we wanted to Called, see early. Yeah, that's, that's all we wanted to see early. Yep. And I think he's gotten to the point. I mean, I think statistically, like overall defense, we're top five. We've only uh, – that, that first month of the season was kind of rough. And we were still pretty hard on Joe Woods because mm-hmm. well, it was just a continuation of last year. It was like, come on already. Yeah. Ever since then, we've only had one bad game, and it was the Patriots where they just obliterated us. Every game since then, though – this defense has been outstanding. Yeah. And those teams that we got frustrated about where the defense looked completely lost, Chiefs. Chargers. They've got a pretty Chargers, good offense. Hey, mm-hmm. Arizona, looks like they're pretty good too. So yeah. I yeah. don't even, you know what I mean? That's not even, I think that we were just being very tough because we're put on, you know, a position where we have to go right after a loss. Go well, talk about how our defense played. And we, we held the Steelers to 15. And then the next week we held the Bengals who just are torching people all of a sudden to mm-hmm. 16. Yep. Held the Ravens to 16. Um, we held the, the Raiders to only 16. The Raiders can score points uh, yeah. depending on what week it is. We held the Packers to only 24. Ba- mm-hmm. We held them to, what, three points in the second half? Yep. Um, so, so here's here's a stat. Browns have failed to score more than 17 points nine times this season, stuff. which means we were, we were one. Or not one and one, would have won, but we were three and six in those games. It's rough. So the, it's the NFL, you got to score more than 17 yeah, points. Yeah. So the, Straight up. the defense, and I think is, now do I think the defense is a perfect finished product? No, I want to see continue Joe Woods to continue to mm-hmm. evolve and adjust. But I think he at least earned the right 100% to come Completely back agree. and give it another go. I, I, think if, I think if you let him go, it's 
I, I question that decision. I think that's a very poor personnel decision. So, and last night on full display were the young guys. Yes, Delpit played really Grant well. Delpit I lo- was I'm super impressed with him yesterday. And uh, JOK again. Yep. Yep. And Jay Stewart. Yeah. yeah. He MJ might not, if Stewart, he can figure out yeah. how to cover somebody. Like, but, let's see what kind of offseason that dude has because. He's fun that to, dude he's lays fun to the watch. freaking wood at, all the time. I would yes. say as a as a as a good like depth piece rotational. I love it. I love having Me him. Me too. I love and watching really. people who hit, and that's who's yeah. not afraid to hit. Uh, did we hear anything about Greedy Williams? Some of the, the shoulder. shoulder. I I, as soon as I heard shoulder, I was like, oh but no. But I mean, he's he's had a great season. Yeah. And Greg Newsom. Yeah. Still, I mean, Greg Newsom just shutting down people yesterday. The they pro- threw at him how many times in a row, yep. and he just shut yep. them down. My my only thing within this season was his health. Just got you. Got to be on the field more, yep. you know, moving forward. Yep. So um, the defense, yeah, Joe Woods has to come back. One thing, the last thing I want to touch on uh, for this episode is I'm a fair critique, whether it's Baker or other people, if they're not playing well. I think we on full display last night was the difference between T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. I mean, T.J. Watt's going to break the sack record probably, and he's only played twelve full games this year. <laughs> that's, I think, that's something I saw. He, I think he's played in more than 12 games, but some of those games he got banged up and had to come out. And I think I saw he's played in 12 full games. That could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read I don't know. The, I don't, yeah, I don't and know. He's got 20 sacks, 20 and a half sacks. Oh, I thought he was at 20. Didn't he get to 21 and a half last he's at night? 21 and a half, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he had that one, one sack late, yep. and it was like. Could you imagine if Michael Strahan or if uh, Brett Favre didn't just gift his last set, Michael Strahan's last sack, it'd yeah. already be tied. So the only thing I'll say about that, don't get me wrong, I watch the a lot and I just go, guy's a menace. Mm-hmm. You gotta like his energy, you gotta like his playing style. Uh, just watching the guy just wreck offenses, it's awesome. I would have been happier to know like Miles Garrett was 100%. I know he's kind of still got injury stuff going on. I think his groin's <laughs> messed uh, up. Yeah, messed up. I, you know, I don't know. So, and then I wish that maybe that game actually meant something if I'm, I'm I don't want to say that I'm that guy but if I'm uh, an NFL player and we have nothing to play for where's the where's the drive unless you know other than yourself well then you should your be on, then you shouldn't be on yeah. the field I, yeah I agree so the thing is like we watched TJ Watt dominate that game mm-hmm. start to finish he was there the whole time always had to worry about him disrupting everything I mean even if, if he didn't rush the passer he was still batting down passes He's and then there. pointing yeah. at Baker and, and getting in his hey, face. And, yeah, pretty much calling him out the whole game. And we've talked about this before. I know you and I have on previous episodes where Miles Garrett, when fully healthy, does not dominate entire games. Miles, not like you know, T.J. Watt did last there's night. There's times where I feel like he, I don't I don't want to say he takes plays off, but I feel like he kind of just disappears into the flow of the game. Dude, last night he jumped off sides. And then they, they continue to let the play go because it's a free play for the Steelers. So he's trying to jump the snap, and he jumps early. They throw the flag, let the play. And my, he just stood there. Clowney did and, 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 was on a knee, on they, one knee for the play. And then they um, threw it downfield and almost offsides. got a PI that almost put it down to like the one. They didn't call it. And I'm like, Miles, you got called for the penalty to give them this free play. Go get the quarterback. Finish don't, the play. Don't yeah. let him just throw it up. And so now, if they get that PI call, they have the ball at the one. Who knows what would have happened if you would have rushed? Even if you get a sack and you might not get credit for the sack because of the penalty, at least they don't have the ball at the one. We got lucky. He just stood there. Miles Garrett had one tackle last night. <laughs> that brings his grand total of. 
tackles to eight in his last, what, three or four games? Yeah, something like that. There's a lot of times There's when two I, games in a row where he had one. I watched the replay of, of plays and, and you see him standing behind the pile. I'm like, you're a D lineman, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He, get in and, that and, pile? And, and he had, <laughs> you, again, should, you should have started the pile. <laughs> right. Again, the groin. I get, but if I'm going to tell you that the injury does, I don't care. I want Baker to play well with the injury. If you're out there, play. Yeah, if you if it's if it's going to be that much of a hindrance, right. I've said that about Baker. If the harness is is making, if that's the reason why you suck, you should not be playing. Mm-hmm. You just shouldn't be playing. Right. I mean he he's been Miles has completely disappeared the last five weeks. Yeah, the groin's only been an issue last week and this week. Where was he? Now he had the one play against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. But he, like I said, there are elite pass rushers in this league. T.J. Watt, um, I'd say like Nick Boza, Donald. Uh, uh, Aaron Donald, and then you know there's a, probably a couple more in there I'm not thinking of, but I don't think Miles is elite. I think he's in the next category of like very good, mm-hmm. definitely not trade. You definitely keep. He's definitely very good, yeah, but piece. he's not. He's not. He disappeared. You cannot be considered elite, and I go games without hearing about you. Yeah, that, that's just not elite, and it just sucks that we're sitting here talking about a game. Browns versus Steelers, and the two guys that we have to harp on the most are the two guys that we took number one overall. <laughs> You're supposed to be our team leaders. It's it's rough. And one last thing I wanted to mention, too, was what you guys think about Clowney throwing the shoe? He's an idiot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. I, like, when I see stuff like that, I feel like I just get super ignorant because I'm, like, laughing, and I think it's funny. And then I realize that we got a huge penalty. 15 us, yards like, or whatever I'm for like, that. Ugh. Here's the thing is, like, Give it he, back. he took the shoe. It was clearly just part of the tackle. Yeah, technique. right. But you don't have to throw it yeah, 30 yards. Yeah, just set it on the ground like, or give it back to the guy. Back, bro. Yeah. Sorry, I took your shoe. That's what, put it back on. Yeah, that's tie a shoe. Tie the lace. Yeah, I didn't understand it. Like, you saw it come off on the tackle, right. and then it was sitting there. And he reaches down, grabs it, and chucks it. But like, is that not, bro? What are like, you doing? <laughs> here's the thing. Is there even a more Cleveland kind of play? Like, we're yeah. notorious for doing things like that. Oh, hey, how about uh, the only thing that I could think is, like, the the helmet off or Dwayne when he threw Rudd. the flag back or it hit him in the eye and so he just lost his mind and then, uh, you know. Roy. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, uh, that is true. It's crazy. I'll tell you what. That wasn't the most Cleveland play in this game. The the punter when the punter <laughs> yeah the punter kicking the ground oh, this silly earth is in the way you know what's crazy is that happened and here's the thing is like I think you guys know me like pretty well how I am as a person but I don't think Patreon like really like they haven't really pulled back the layers of Justin Charles like I'm a deeply dark person <laughs> down there and I saw that and I laughed so hard and I was like chuckling and I realized like people all the other people that were watching the game were super depressed and I was like oh I should be upset about this he kicked the ground, the ground hard as hell yeah I'm surprised oh. he didn't break his leg off well that ground had to be oh, the ground frozen. was frozen yeah, yeah. Who put the earth there? Yeah. Well, it's just so funny that we got Lord, Jamie help me. Gillen. Please get this dirt out. Get Jamie Gill in week here. one drops a snap. Correct. Just straight up drops, drops a punt snap. It's like, oh, okay, um, whatever. Don't see that happen to anybody else. Yeah. And then here we are at the other end of the season. New punter, got rid of Gill, and this guy's been doing okay, and he kicks the ground. Yep. The crowd. <laughs> what are you uh, doing? The Scottish Hammer one was still way worse. I oh, think. wait, yeah. I was, think that, right. I'm not saying that it changes our season, but... <laughs> Man, I'd like to believe that that game ends differently. Yeah, but 
Anything else you guys want to touch on? I think we kind of hit everything about that game. Oh, I want to talk about. Let's get that. Join the after hour. Join the Patreon. Check out after hours. I'm sure we'll have plenty more. Yep. Yep. For sure. Again, thanks for checking out this episode. I know it was probably tough. Hopefully, we cheered you up a little bit. Um, we got one more game. Make sure you guys check out the after hours if you want an extra episode. It should be pretty fun. If not, we'll see you on Thursday when we break down the matchup against the Bengals. Uh, last game of the season before we get into it. It's probably going to be a crazy offseason, so make sure you're here with us. And again, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. Yeah.